Hey lady, it's Dr. Dom here. If you like this show and you want to make your own, let me tell you about the free platform Anchor. It's a creation tool that allows you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. You can add songs from Spotify and create any type of content that you are looking for. Anchor will distribute it all for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and more. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. On this week's episode in her space. But I think we should kind of give them a little bit more, right? In terms of what happens behind the scenes. So you mentioned that, okay, you were in New York for work. I'm here in the Bay Area. And we decided, we made that commitment. Like we said earlier, we made that commitment to be consistent, to put out episodes on a weekly basis for everyone. And so... What time are we working until? (laughs) Well, first of all, let's acknowledge that there's a three-hour time difference between New York and San Francisco. And so... And this episode was also recorded at the height of the end of the semester work for me. So... I had taken on some extra Welcome to Her Space, a podcast dedicated to uplifting women like you. We're your hosts, Dr. Dominique Broussard, a college professor and psychologist, and Terry Lomax, a techie and motivational speaker. In a world where Black women are often misrepresented and misunderstood, Please join us as we initiate authentic conversations on everything from fibroids to fake friends and create a safe space where Black women can just be. OMG, Dom, we are recording our season two finale. How do you feel? Where did the time go? I know. Like, really, this year, 2019, has blown by us. So here we are, literally halfway through the year, halfway through our seasons of what we have planned, right? So the end of season two crazy. I think for me, I'm just so proud of us for being consistent. Yo, you stole the words out of my mouth. I'm with you. I'm with you. Like, y'all, like for real, every week we have an episode out here for y'all. I don't think y'all know how hard that really is. And this is not even to like toot our own horn, but like, I feel like us as women, sometimes we do need to sit down, sit your ass down and acknowledge yourself for your greatness and what you've done for real, for real. Because when we sit back and we're going to say this a lot because it is still, every time Dom and I meet, we we look at each other and we're like, maybe every other time we're like, 
Dom, we have a fucking podcast. Can you believe we did this? Like you, if you listen to episode one from season one, you know that we literally just came up with this idea literally randomly and we didn't know what to do. And we went to Google and used our resources. And so honestly, in our mind, when we see your comments, when we see the feedback, we're just like, oh my God, we did this. Like this thing is coming together. And the reason that it's coming together is because of you, your feedback. I can't tell you how many times I've had a rough day and I go on to iTunes or our Instagram and I see a beautiful comment. I'm just like, okay, it's all worth it. Like we're doing this for a reason. And it sounds like from your feedback, like it sounds like you are getting the intention that we set out to heal, to, to provide resources, to provide value. And I, I'm still in shock that we actually have a podcast and we are going into season three and we've literally produced an episode despite what we've gone through, because we haven't gone into all the details of what we've been struggling with personally. We are working women. We have full-time jobs and side stuff and stuff. We, we have life too. And we produce this because we know that we want to show up for you. And we, we made a commitment to you to do this. And so we've been doing it. So kudos to us, Dom, on some real, on some real shit, girl. Snap, snap, clap, clap. We are doing that. And we need to, like you said, give ourselves a pat on the back and acknowledge that we have been doing this. We are doing this. We are committed to doing this. We have been consistent in doing this. And so before we dive into our shout outs, I want you to take a moment right now, wherever you are, whether you're driving, whether you're in the kitchen, whether you're taking a bathroom, hey girl, whether you are in the tub, I mean, whatever you're doing, take a moment and really sit with yourself and think, what have I done that I've not celebrated myself for? Right. And sometimes that celebration, like we, we, we minimize our goals sometimes or our accomplishments, right? We minimize our accomplishments sometimes. So whether you got your ass up and went to work when you were having badass cramps or you were going through a tough problem or you were struggling with finances or you had a really bad breakup or you were dealing with some infidelity, right? In your relationship or whether you had some health concerns. I mean, we do so much and sometimes we just take it for granted. Like, oh, I'm just doing what I got to do. No, no, no. Take a moment and celebrate yourself because you great, girl. Black girl magic. Okay. So now this is my favorite part. Right now, we want to shout you out because we read every single comment. We take a look at all your feedback and we love you so much and appreciate you because we wouldn't be here without you. So I'm going to go ahead and kick us off. And first, I want to shout out Kalina B from Instagram. And Kalina said in the comments, I just found your podcast this was exactly what I needed in my life. Kalina, we are so happy that you are tuned in, girl. Like this made us smile when we saw it. I'm looking at your beautiful picture right now. And hey, girl, hey, keep on listening because we're going to have some great content for you in season three. Yes, yes. And then we have a comment from Courtney. Courtney says, just want to say how thankful that I am to have come across your podcast. I've been listening since early February and you both have helped me grow mentally, spiritually, socially, emotionally, etc. I share this podcast with everyone that will listen. I finally decided to look you guys up on here. I just want to express my gratitude and say thank you for your time, research and willingness to share and guide others through your podcast. May God continue to bless y'all always. Can we just take a moment? Because I'm literally getting teary-eyed right now, Courtney, because that... Ooh, mm. Take a deep breath. I'm getting teary-eyed because I'm thinking about the fact that 
our gift isn't for us. Right. Our gift isn't for us. So when you hold on and you wait and you're scared and you're 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 not diving into that thing that's burning in your soul and your spirit, right? That that book that you've been knowing you need to write, that business you need to launch, that certification you need to get, that course you need to take. I mean, when we don't walk in our greatness, like Dom and I could have not started this podcast, right? And we wouldn't have gotten this feedback. We wouldn't have provided this healing space for the women that are providing feedback. And so when we don't walk into our greatness and just take the leap and feel the fear and do it anyway, we are denying the world of our gifts. Our gifts are not for us. It's for it's for us to help other people. And so Courtney, thank you so much for your feedback, girl. You got me over here crying like a little baby. This is so special. That's why we keep the Kleenex around. <sighs> yes, this is why we keep the Kleenex around. We just had a comment come in from TC01 on Apple iTunes with a five-star rating. Okay, TC, thank you. And it says, I absolutely love it. Sometimes perfect timing feels like too late, but this is absolutely right on time. You guys are blessing all of us, especially me. I feel like taking on the world now. God damn, is that amazing or what, Dom? Girl, take on the world. Yes. Do it. You got this and we got your back. We got your back. And little do you know, like oftentimes Dom and I are just healing ourselves. Like we're having conversations and obviously we want to provide value for you. But the fact that you can be healed as we heal ourselves is like amazing. Like it's a win-win for everybody. Exactly. You know, in a future episode, Terry and I will dive into our journeys Mm -hmm. and what 2019 has looked like for us. Woo child. We're going to have to have a full retreat. Yes. Where we dive into our journeys and open up space for you to share your journeys where we can heal and empower one another and talk about how to continue to be the resilient women that we are. Girl, I got chills with you saying that. If you only knew what was going on behind this microphone when we come up and and and, and sow and, and, and give of our spirits, like you would be, I think you would be encouraged to know that you know, we're all out here just doing our best, right? We're all just out here trying and we're just showing up doing the best that we can despite what's going on. And so our next comment comes from Do Kitten on Apple iTunes. Do Kitten, we thank you for that five-star review. Do Kitten says, wonderful women. I love this podcast. I follow Terry on Instagram and her posts are uplifting and inspiring. The combination of this, these two women brings so many great ideas thoughts and concepts do kitten you always comment on my post on instagram on those quotes i appreciate you thank you so much for the work that you do um we're so happy to have to have you here we're so happy to have you here and we're happy that you listen and last but not least of course we want to shout you all out but we got to dive into our recap and give you some context for some of the conversations that we had this season. And so last but not least, we want to shout out, I believe it's Seta Mark or either Seta Marcy, one of those on Apple iTunes. And she says, her space rocks. This is one of the best podcasts in 2019. The ladies are delightful, informative, and very relatable. Yay. Thank you so much for the feedback, ladies. All right. So without further ado, let's dive into recapping this past season. So in this season, Terry and I decided that, wow, we love our chemistry. And from your feedback, we can tell that y'all love our chemistry too. But we also recognize that we are not experts in everything. 
And so part of recognizing that we're not experts, knowing our limitations, we decided that we would occasionally bring in guests. And so we started off season two with Alisa Bokeem, and we were talking about sex. Let's talk about sex, baby. <laughs> that episode was so fun. I mean, Alisa, I can listen to her talk all day. I love following her on Instagram. She has amazing quotes. And I can already think the takeaways and the, my favorite parts of that interview, besides listening to Alisa go in and share her knowledge, one thing that really stood out to me was the fact that trauma can show up in many different ways. And the fact that when we don't address those things, typically that our inner child has dealt with, right? Because our childhood is so instrumental in our lives. And a lot of times we just, I know for me, at least let me speak for myself. I have suppressed so much down deep within that now in my life, even though I may be older on the outside and grown on the outside, a lot of that stuff is still inside. A lot of it is still lodged in my body. And so just trying to work on processing that trauma and how that can also impact the sex life, right? So for me, that was just like, whoa, that was mind blowing. That was an emotional episode for me because I was going through some stuff, but I appreciated the the insight. Yeah, that episode, I mean, wow. Like to have our first guest on and for it to be a topic that tends to be a little taboo, but she made it so comfortable. Mm-hmm. And I think I would encourage anyone who is in the greater Houston area to check her out at Flow and Ease Healing and to also follow her and her co-host on her podcast between sessions and to utilize her directory, Melanin and Mental Health, which after our episode with her, we started adding it to our show notes so that you have easy access to it. The one quote that Elisa shared in that episode was, we have to call it what it is if we're going to heal from it. Trauma can really rob us of having the full range of experiences in life. And it makes me think about the fact that you can have a wound. And if you don't analyze that wound to see what the fuck is going on, where's the blood coming from? How the hell are you going to heal it? Right. And so even today in life, when we have an emotional wound, when we realize that we're triggered by certain things or we hear something or see something and our eyes well up and we get overwhelmed with emotion and then we just try to go back to life as usual, calling myself out because that's my that's my MO, that's my game I always play. It's like you are not going to be able to heal from what you don't reveal. The last thing that stood out for me in this episode is kind of the opposite of what you're saying in terms of recognizing that a lot of our issues with sex are related to trauma. What stood out for me was sex can also be about play. Mm-hmm. And I think that is what inspired our next episode. So episode two talked about play deprivation. So what to do when fun is not your ministry. And so one of the things that I think about in terms of our timing in the episodes or our choices in when we air certain episodes, I think for us, it was intentional that we followed such an emotionally heavy episode with an episode that focused on play, something that 
appears to be the complete opposite, but it's still connected, right? So what that episode talked about was the importance of and the healing that can happen for us when we add a little fun into our life, when we make sure that we make time to laugh. Yes, and if I remember correctly, around the time we released that episode, that was around the time Nipsey Hussle died. And I know we were debating on if we wanted to dive into the topic of death and if we wanted to talk about his his murder. And I know that was that was so like that was so heavy for me. And I was really happy that we decided to go the lighter route because it was a even though I didn't know him personally, for a lot of people, I felt like it just it it touched us like it hit different. It was just it was just so heavy. And so I was really happy that we had a chance to dive into something fun, something playful and talk about how, you know, oftentimes as adults, we don't make enough time for play. And I think a lot of other people did a lot of great content or a lot of other people created a lot of great content around Nipsey and celebrating him. And I know I posted some stuff on my social media channel. So yeah, it felt good to to do something lighthearted. And I know for me personally, I'm still working on intentionally adding play because it gets hard when you're paying bills and you're trying to be an adult and go grocery shopping and do all these things. It's like, you need to have some fun in your life. So yeah, still work in progress on it. Yes. And I remember from that episode, I talked about my own experience with allowing myself to like have some fun. And I remember after that episode aired, like i try to make a commitment to myself to really own making fun my ministry, even though I know that it hasn't been. And in all transparency, fun stealing my ministry, y'all. It ain't. It ain't. It's hard. It is hard. But I will say that I am more conscious of it. And I am trying to identify the things that are truly fun for me. They might not be fun for everybody else, but the things that are fun for me and also making sure that I am intentional about what I take in. So, you know, this month of June has been, you know, there's a lot of documentaries that have been released and a lot of good movies that have been put out related to trauma and Mm -hmm. criminalization and tragedy in the black community. And I have had to be intentional on when I choose to consume it, because even if I'm not making fun a priority, I don't want to experience vicarious trauma at the same time. You better preach. You said that, Dom. I'm with you there. I am as much as I see it trending on social media and as bad as I want to see these documentaries, because I think it is important to see these stories, right? Especially for non-Black people, because we we know this shit. We live it every damn day. But I think it's important for other people to see. I need. I think I might need a little bit of time before I dive before I dive in before I watch it, because I know that it will probably be uh, traumatic. So, moving on to like a lighter note here, episode three from season two is all about confidence, and this episode was why you might be struggling with confidence. And right now, this is currently our most popular episode. So we may have to do a confidence session when we have our live retreat in 2020. So be sure to give Dom and I feedback because, again, we ain't never planned a retreat before. 
we ain't never done half the stuff that we're doing. But guess what? The same way we did this podcast, I bet you we'll pull a bomb ass retreat together because we're going to have your help. <laughs> we're going to use you and your insight and we're going to do our Googles and we'll figure it out. But if you like the podcast, just know this retreat about to be lit. It is. Mm-hmm. It, it, it really is. Get ready. Get ready. Pack your bags in 2020 because it's yes. on. Yes, 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 yes. Make sure you get that passport too because you never know where we might be headed. Oh, okay. All right. So episode three, where we address confidence, this episode brought up one of my favorite quotes that I have found myself repeating and wanting to share with other people multiple times. Our quote came from, it's a piece of a quote, I should say, from Tracy Ellis Ross. And that quote is, I am enough. Now, just to bring us back to that full quote, Tracy says, I need to see my own beauty and to continue to be reminded that I am enough, that I am worthy of love without effort, that I am beautiful, that the texture of my hair and that the shape of my curves, the size of my lips, the color of my skin and the feelings that I have are all worthy and okay. Amen to that. And in this episode, we talked a lot about how confidence is really subjective, right? And it's also situational. So if you're trying to figure out, damn, how do I become more confident? It's really about defining what that means to you. And the other thing that I've realized, I swear, the older I get, I just... I just have all these epiphanies and I'm just like, oh my gosh, I used to think this when I was younger and I was dead wrong. And I just posted earlier this month, you have to go on Instagram. I posted this quote that, cause I was reflecting and I've been in my shit and just in this reflective space. And I posted this quote and it says past insecurities around self-esteem and confidence resurfaced, but I thought I graduated from this phase. And then I remember that everything needs to be maintained. Nothing is set it and forget it. So just because you worked on confidence when you were a teenager or when you were in school or when you graduated doesn't mean that you never have to work on it again. We are constantly evolving. And so it's important to put something in practice. And so what the last thing I said in the quote was, don't beat yourself up when things resurface. It's coming up because there are new lessons or more lessons that need to be learned. And even for myself, I started doing some affirmations and I'm diving more into meditation and mindfulness. And I was so, first I was like so disappointed, like, girl, you you already did this. Like, what the fuck? I thought we were on to something else, something new. But it's like, no, the same way we take a shower every day, we have to cleanse ourselves and we have to work on ensuring that our self-esteem and confidence is where we want it to be based on where we are in life, right? As our body changes, as our health changes, as we grow, as we evolve, as we age, all that, right? It's a lifelong process. And that is what I've been learning and and constantly reminding myself. I think I look at that as we go through phases in life, right? And if we think about it like this, think about when you buy a car. Let's say that you bought that car brand new. And I know one of the phrase that I commonly hear is I'm going to ride that thing to the wheels fall off, right? So if you're riding that thing to the wheels fall off, what happens when the wheels actually fall off? You go and buy a new car, right? So to me, the way I look at it is we start off with this space of confidence and then we keep moving and progressing 
And as we move and progress, the way we're moving and progressing, the things that we're encountering, we may need to make adjustments in who we are. Our old way of functioning might not work anymore. So then we have to try again, start again. And that's okay. We start with, we start with something brand new. That sounds good to me, Dom. And I guess that takes us on to episode four, which is the episode where Dom and I had our first fight. It was a fake fight, but... I was about to say, if you really listen to that, you know that's not a, that no. wasn't like a, a real for real fight. Not at all. But what we did dive into there was conflict resolution. And this was a really fun episode. As you know, we are not actresses by any means, so don't mind the acting there. But it was all about giving you techniques and tools so that you can resolve conflict effectively. And if you listen to that episode, you'll hear that I said that I have my master's in conflict analysis and dispute resolution. And so I was able to pull some of the tactics and tools that I learned in school and share them in that episode. And that was a really fun episode for us to record. I think we had a lot of fun kind of going over scenarios and doing a little role playing. And so definitely check out that episode if you have a difficult situation in your life and you're like, how can I have this conversation? How do I address this conflict? This episode is going to equip you with tools so that you can have a productive conversation where you can still be friends with the people you were talking to after the conversation. And just to reiterate what those some of those tips were, because I feel like they were so, so important. Terry gave us seven key tips. The first one, focus on facts. Number two, don't get personal. Number three, recognize the good. Number four, remember to listen. Number five, use I statements. Number six, know when to move on. And number seven, Establish ground rules before an intimate discussion. I think that if you really are considering and reflecting on how you engage in conflict, how you communicate with people, I think checking out this episode is going to be really, really important. So let's say that you might be having an issue at work and you're like, oh, shit, I got to have this difficult conversation with my coworker. Go back and revisit this episode so that it can be a reminder to you of how to have an effective conversation. So then that takes us to our dynamic duo episodes five and six. What I appreciate about this episode, these two episodes, is that I believe that we modeled conversations that really, that happen in our community all the time that don't get addressed. And also, again, reinforced how sometimes our episode lineup may be intentional, but other times the universe works things out how it's supposed to be worked out. And you'll hear me say in a later episode to trust the process. I legit mean <laughs> trust the process. And in episodes five and six, we really learned to trust the process. So in episode five, we had our second guest on the show, and that was Dr. Janina Garrett Walker. And we talked about 
what you need to know about being black and queer and why. And one of my favorite quotes from that episode was, as a society, we are stuck in binary thinking about everything. Male, female, night, day, everything is binary, but we often forget about everything that happens in the middle. But so much happens in the middle. Yes, there's night and day, but what about the afternoon? We don't spend enough time in the middle section. And that's a quote by our guest there. And it was a very informative session. It was eye-opening. It was really a great, um, just a great episode in general. And if you listen to episode six, you'll notice that we had Janina back on the show because there were some things that I said in episode five that were deemed problematic. And so in episode six, we dove into that. But we dove into it in a way that allows us allowed us to use the tips from episode four, conflict resolution. And it was definitely, I would say, uh, what, I guess uncomfortable would be the right word, an uncomfortable sort of situation for all of us that were involved. We had a lot of nerves and we talked about it afterward. And it was like, girl, you were nervous too, because we were addressing topics that are one sensitive Also topics that many of us might have behind closed doors that a lot of people don't talk about in public. And we also did a good job, I thought, of modeling how to have the conversation in a tactful and and productive manner. And so while it wasn't easy by any means, I think it was necessary. And I just feel so honored to be to have been a part of that process. Yes. And I would encourage all of you to go back and Check out those episodes if you haven't already. And to, after you check out those episodes, to log into Facebook in the HerSpace Sanctuary. And let's dive into a conversation about how do we engage in discussion as Black women, no matter what our sexual orientation is, what our sexual identity is, How do we engage in a discussion where we can hear one another out? And that takes us to episode seven. So episode seven was, what do you wish you could tell your younger self? And the interesting thing about this episode is that Dom was here in the Bay Area and I was traveling for work in New York City. So we had to get creative. Okay, I had to fly to New York City for a work event and brought my mic with me and we made it do what it do because we had to get an episode out to you. And that episode was fun. Like I I think about what I would tell my younger self. And we talked about all these different things, right? Like masturbate, girl, monetize your passion. Your network determines your net worth and, and connecting with people and things we tell ourselves about relationships and finding finances and career. We talked about so much in that episode. I would encourage you definitely go back, listen, and think about what would you tell your younger self, right? I would say pay special attention to the ending because I think we concluded the episode in a way that you probably won't expect, but it might make you feel really good. I think for that episode, we can give the listener a kind of inside scoop on like, so you already kind of alluded to some of it, but I think we should kind of give them a little bit more, right? In terms of what happens behind the scenes. So you mentioned that, okay, you were in New York for work. I'm here in the Bay Area and we decided, we made that commitment. Like we said earlier, we made that commitment to be consistent, to put out episodes on a weekly basis for everyone. And so what time are we working until? 
<laughs> well, first of all, let's acknowledge that there's a three hour time difference between New York and San Francisco. And so, and this episode was also recorded at the height of the sem- end of the semester work for me. So I had taken on some extra hours at work. Plus I'm teaching two classes. That meant that I'm working late hours. So I remember I told Terry like, lady, I'm not going to be home until late till like eight o'clock, nine o'clock my time, which meant Terry is having to be up at 11 o'clock midnight for us to record. Our episodes, usually when we get together to record an episode, we're committing at least an hour of our time at, at a minimum because we're having discussion beforehand. Then we're recording the episode. Then we're processing, we're debriefing the episode. Not to mention, it, we're having technical difficulties. Mm. And let's talk about the fact that I was in Manhattan in a hotel and it was loud as shit. And every five minutes we heard a horn and somebody yelling outside. We had to keep pausing. It was so annoying. And it, you'll notice also that the quality of that episode isn't the best because we had to make it do what it do. Okay. But I think the, the content is quality. The, the sound quality, yo, sis, I'm sorry. We did our best. We did our best with what we had, but that, that it gives you a little bit of the behind the scenes and that kind of leads into our next episode because a situation like that can be anxiety inducing. Okay. And, um, episode eight is called, is this what anxiety looks like? And we dive into the topic of anxiety. And so one of the things that we talk about in that episode is recognizing that anxiety is one, not only the most diagnosed mental health condition in the country, but particularly for black women that is a that is an experience that all of us will relate to at some point in life but also we might tend to ignore because we're taught to be resilient we're taught to be strong and sometimes what that may what we take that to mean is ignoring our feelings is taking on things that might be too much for us. And that's what can lead to us experiencing anxiety. And in that episode, yes, I second everything Dom says, but I just kind of get an icky feeling in my stomach now just because I talked about that police, uh, I don't know what to call it, that that inappropriate police interaction, police interaction, police harassment, police harassment, discrimination, driving while black, all that. And when I listened back to the episode, I was like, damn, I sound so lighthearted and carefree when I speak about that. But if you could just, if you could just hear like, oh, did I let you hear the audio from that night? No. I should let you hear that. We could even put it into the show. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, that, that I, I listened back and I was just like, damn, I, I hope that I communicated the way that event went well, because just I, the other night I was lying in bed and I literally thought about that event and I got, my heart started beating fast and I was kind of having this experience and I was just like, okay, take deep breaths. So far away, that was two years ago, but it's still very much um, traumatizing. And when I'm driving, see a police officer, same, same experiences. But the good thing is we did talk about tools to 
um, combat and deal with anxiety and cope with it. And I still use those on a daily. I'm still taking my deep breaths and meditating. And again, everything needs to be maintained. And so for me, I think that's a great way to stay humble. It's like knowing that you have to continue to use these tips and tools if you want to maintain that level of um, awareness and comfort and, 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 and peace within yourself. And that level of awareness, because you just acknowledge that, wait, I was feeling anxious, but my voice might not have been indicating that I was anxious, which mm-hmm. brings me to that brings me to a point of making sure. And I've seen this in social media a lot about checking on your strong friend. Mm. And so I think about when I hear that, I think about, yes, let's check in on not just the strong friend, but check in on all of our friends to make sure that we really are OK. And if someone says I've had this experience and their body language or their tone of voice doesn't necessarily match how they're feeling or what they're expressing. Make sure you ask a question about, hey, sis, how are you really doing? Like what you just shared with me sounds pretty intense. Like what's what's really going on? And then remind yourself of those tips of how to address your anxiety. Exercise, meditation, mindfulness, grounding and breathing exercises, a healthy diet, asking yourself, what can I control? And most importantly, in my biased opinion, therapy. And that leads us right into Episode nine, where we dive into what does therapy look like? And like I willingly admit, I am biased in saying that I think that therapy is important. And if someone in my life, whether it's professionally or personally or socially, is sharing something with me that lets me, that gives me some type of indication that they could benefit from therapy, trust and believe I'm going to make that suggestion. That episode was fun to record for me because we got a chance to, one, really see Dom like in her space. Like she was just, well, look, you see, you see what I did there? See Dom in her space, her space. You got it. <laughs> But anyway, no, no, no. See, Dom, like, really in her element because you just went in, Dom. You were just like, yeah, so this is just giving all your insight because this is your world. This is what you do on a daily. And so for me, it was nice to be able to share my experiences on, like, what was therapy? What has therapy been like for me? And I think if you're in a situation or if you're at a point in your life where you're considering therapy, you see everybody talking about it. You're like, what's all this? What's all this talk? Is it worth it? Listen to that episode first, because one thing I really loved about it, I took my own damn notes. I love the fact that Dom talked about questions that you should ask your therapist and also how you can vet your therapist, how you can um, use the tools that you learn in therapy in therapy to practice them before you go out into the real world. And so if you're wondering what's therapy like, how can therapy benefit me? How can I get the most out of therapy? You need to listen to episode nine. Okay. You're going to thank us for that. I'm telling you. And that takes us to episode 10. Episode 10 is all about music, music, music is so therapeutic, right? And in this episode, we talk about one, we celebrate black music month. 
this whole month of June. The whole month of June. And Dom and I really just dive into some of our favorite songs. Dom laughed at me a little bit because I, <laughs> there she go. Dom, <laughs> Dom laughed at me a little bit because I talked about how my first concert I ever went to was Kirk Franklin because I wasn't allowed to listen to uh, what is it? I wasn't allowed to listen to secular music when I was growing up. I could only listen to gospel music and I had to sneak and listen to rap and my cousins would tease me. People would tease me. They thought I was corny. I don't care. I know that there's a listener out there, girl. I know you with me and you were raised the same way. And so you didn't know any of the black music. It's all good. I had to sneak and listen to it. And later I learned about it, but we talked about so many songs that were just so instrumental in our lives. And I'll just name a few uh, that I shared. One is India Ivory, Just Let It Go. The other was, let's see, Just Fine, Mary J. Blige. And of course, most of Kirk Franklin's music and Beyonce and Solange and all that. I shared a story of a song that I liked as a kid that Vesta Williams, congratulations. And I just talked about how just the power of music in the sense that as a six-year-old, I was feeling empathy for someone in a situation that my six-year-old self knew nothing about. But just the power of music allowed me to feel empathy for her, allowed me to feel her pain. And so we talk about how music can be powerful in that way of like, you can listen to it through a breakup. You can listen to it for inspiration. You can listen to it just for fun. You just want to have a dance party. And we talk about a couple of other situations in which music may be helpful for you. And then in our next episode, episode 11, we move on to talk about the controversial topic of hair. Not just any hair, though. Black, Black hair. hair. And of course, we share our one of my favorite quotes from the song in, from India Irene. I am not my hair because we really aren't our hair or are we or are we? That is the question. And so you really want to tune into that episode. If you just want to hear a fresh perspective on hair to also get validated in our experience with our hair. We talk about some of the nonsense we go through with our hair growing up. And I know for me, a few things that I spoke about there, um, that my natural hair journey and also the things that my family said when I cut my hair and had almost a baldy. And, you know, I, if you are struggling with edges, right? If you have thinning edges and maybe you have traction alopecia like I had. I talk about my hair transplant there. I also have some YouTube videos up. So if you just search for my name and type in hair transplant in YouTube, you can find those. It's very informative for anyone that's considering the process. But we just really dove into what is it like for us to have black hair and live in this world. And, you know, what does that mean for society and how they interact with us, right? We talked about what the fuck is good hair, right? And anything going on in your head, that's good hair. Like the texture doesn't matter, right? Textures are all unique and beautiful. And so there's a lot that I think stemmed from racism, slavery, all that. And so we, we talked a bit about that and used some really good quotes. So I would check that out if I were you. I would, just to also give you an update that since that episode aired, we were also made aware of the 
California's uh, Bill 188, it was introduced by Senator Holly J. Mitchell from Los Angeles and is known as the Crown Act. That act basically ensures that traits such as hair texture and hairstyle, which we acknowledge, which we point out, have historically been associated with race and which have a lot of racist connotations with it, a lot of racist negative repercussions with it, that bill basically ensures that our hair texture, our hairstyles will be protected from discrimination in the workplace and in school. So what that means is that if this bill in fact does become law in our school setting, in our workplace setting, in the state of California, we will be allowed to rock our froze, rock our locks, rock our braids, rock whatever style we want without fear of negative consequences. Because if someone comes for us, now that's illegal. That's amazing. And so hopefully we'll keep you updated on if this, in fact, does become law. We're hoping that it does. And that takes us to the last official episode of the season, episode 12, which is, oh, you bougie, huh? All about being bougie, right? What does it mean to be bougie? We dive into what does it mean to be bougie, um, the negative connotations associated with being bougie. And we even talk a bit about you know, when you outgrow people, right? Maybe you're from a certain area, you moved away from home, you've evolved, you have new experiences now, and maybe the people that you used to hang with, they just don't fit anymore. Maybe you all don't have the same values and you don't have the same interests and in sort of how to navigate those conversations and interactions when you do outgrow people. I think that's a really good episode because I have a feeling that if you're listening to this episode, you've probably been called bougie before. If you listen to our podcast, you've probably been called bougie before. You probably have had to break up with a friend or you've let a friendship fizzle out. And so I think you could definitely benefit from that episode. And we'd love to get your feedback on have you been called bougie? Like, what does it mean to you? What has your experience been? Is it a bad thing? Is it good? Is it a compliment? Like, what do you think? And now that you've been rocking with us for two seasons, we can't thank you enough. We can't tell you how excited we are for things coming up. And speaking of things coming up, T, what do we, what do our ladies have to look forward to in season three? In season three, we're going to have more great guests. We are also going to be in the Her Space Sanctuary a lot more. You can also, I mean, here's the thing. We have a lot of ideas, but we really do need your feedback. Like when we, when we ask you to leave reviews, when we ask you to leave comments, we read them all. Like we want to know where do you want us to go? Because this is Her Space. This is our space. And so we would love for you to click the link in the show notes. Uh, request to join the Her Space Sanctuary. That'll be our safe space where we can, you know, Dom and I can hop on a live and go, you know, go live in our group and have a conversation that's intimate, that's just us. And so we want to meet you. I will tell you, having a podcast is great, but one thing about it is you see the views, you see thousands of people tuning in, you see comments sometimes, and it's like, okay, well, 
what are you thinking? We want to know about you. You know, all, almost all our business, you know, what's going on on our end. We want to know about you so that we can build this relationship. Because if you don't comment, if you don't give us feedback, it's one-sided. So we can only guess, like, I, I think she likes it. I think she enjoys it. Like, we think we're making we, an impact. We think we are. So we really do thrive on your feedback. And also, as we gear up for season three, we want to get your feedback. Like, what do you want to hear? What do you want to tune into so that we can add that to our agenda and we can do our research and present a nice, valuable episode for you. So again, we want to thank you for tuning in. We are here because of you. And we're so humbled to be in this space, to be in her space. And we look forward to meeting you in 2020. So keep that in mind. We're going to share more details soon, but we are definitely interested in hosting some kind of live event, some kind of live retreat where we take this whole podcast and the topics that we cover to a whole nother level. You have your resident therapist. Of course, you need to see a mental health provider. You can't refer Dom for your mental health needs, but you, Dom is a therapist, just saying. And I I'm, appreciate that. Yeah, Dom. Two gotta, seasons yes. in now. <laughs> Dom, Dom always got to correct me like, wait a second. <laughs> Put the disclaimer out there because I get too excited. Um, and then you have your resident motivational speaker. So like between Dom and I, this live event. We got you. We got you. Okay. So we hope to see you soon. Thanks for joining us today in Her Space. Please note that our show may contain conversations about self-help, advice, self-empowerment, and mental health, but it is by no means meant to be a substitute for an ongoing formal relationship with a trained mental health provider. If you or someone you know is in need of mental health care, please visit the Therapy for Black Girls directory, Psychology Today, or contact your insurance provider. If you liked what you heard and want to keep the conversation going, connect with us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at HerSpacePodcast, or check out our website at HerSpacePodcast.com. And before we meet again, repeat after me. I release what no longer serves me to manifest what I desire. Thanks for joining us. We'll see you next week, ladies.